Hey lady. Do you know what the song that is? No. <laughs> dun, dun. Do some Led Zeppelin. Dun, dun. Done. Hey lady. You got the love I need. Yeah, Brad's into it. I once saw a Led Zeppelin laser light show. That's a hard thing to say. Uh huh. <laughs> and um, it was just the outline of different items that you would, you know, like there was a little golem. And when it was like, hey, lady, it was just the shape of a lady in an antebellum dress. <laughs> I was like, is that what they had in mind? Was it at Oak Mountain? No, this was in Nashville, I think. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's all. Now, when I hear that song, all I can think about is the outline of it of a woman in it, like in a bonnet and a antebellum dress. I mean, what you just pitched is essentially a Richard Linklater (laughs) movie. You understand that, right? Like, that would be Uh, an entire feature film, just people hanging out at the Led Zeppelin laser light show. It's true. I and I also saw a Nine Inch Nails one once. There were a lot of (laughs) little laser. There were a lot of laser pigs. (laughs) Laser pigs. That's appropriate. Oh, I highly recommend a laser light show if you want to go back in time. It's it is like the you know most rudimentary entertainment ever. I but mean, with tech. I don't require much more than that. <laughs> Shiny lights, uh, sounds. I mean, it's way better than some other things. Anyway, this is not a podcast about laser light shows, even though great idea. Yeah. We're always proposing new ideas. Great idea. This is a you know a podcast about movies. That's right. We are the Side Talks podcast. What's up, ding dongs? Uh, we're here to talk about cinema. I'm Corey Kraft. Who are you? I kind of got it. I don't have the lyrics at all, but I kind of got the... I mean, Brad knew what I was talking about right there. Right away. I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm a Led Zeppelin... I don't know. Enthusiast? A, not even. Laser <laughs> Led Zeppelin laser light enthusiast. And but I talk about movies sometimes, and that's what we're doing today. Get ready for a five minute fight. Five minute round one. Fight. fight. Oh shit. Go ahead and start the timer, Brad. It's about to get ugly in here because I'm gonna get my ass kicked. And then I'm gonna get canceled. And then You're I'm gonna doing get, this to I know, yourself. I know. I don't feel good about it, Sam. I don't feel. Just so you know, I don't feel good about it. Uh, what are we fighting? We've run out of topics for one, but not because we dis- we don't disagree all the time because we do. But I don't know. Our brains just aren't working. Anymore. Well, I mean, there are, there are only so many like minutes you can get out of a fight about you know some uh, festival submission that five people have seen. True and. I got to tell you, you're not going to get any words out of me today either, because my argument here is simple and short. All right. But what are we fighting about? And get ready, everybody. <sighs> Just go ahead and brace yourselves. You're going to get we angry. We are fighting about the highest grossing and most beloved film of the year 2018, Ryan Coogler's Black Panther. I did it. I'm here. I'm di- I'm did it. And I don't I'm understand. I mean, look. Okay. <laughs> Um, Black Panther is not a film without flaws. I'll, I'll say that much, and I'm sure you will expound more later. Um, I don't like the climax of Black Panther very much, but the movie is undeniably dense and rich with ideas for superhero cinema. Uh, it's directed amazingly, and it's iconic. It? I mean, look, Chadwick Boseman, rest his his beautiful soul, yeah. became iconic for a reason. Okay, um, and and look, I mean, this thing is it holds up right i've seen this i've recently also seen the sequel wakanda forever which i think is ridiculously good more on that later perhaps um but but this first movie as far as introducing um an entire culture um and you know some some really thought-provoking 
concepts and plot elements. It's hands down one of the best superhero movies of the last 10 years, that's for sure. I think that might be my issue. Okay. Is that, look, I don't, I think that there should be equity in our superheroes. I think this film means a lot to a lot of people, and I can understand why. I'm not going to argue that. I'm simply going to say it is also equitably stupid. Well, it's it's just not good. If you if you are down on superhero films in general, and I think it's fair to say that you are, I think I don't across, think Black Panther I think across is, the board. Like I like the Dark Knight. Sure, okay, that's the that's one that everybody it. likes. I like. I kind of thought the first Spider Man was fun, and now it's now I'm just done because it, it once in trash. It's well, this is just dumb jokes. This is bad CGI. It is annoying. Actual, I mean, I would actually say it's annoying CGI. Like it doesn't look good, but it's also just. Ugh, irritating to look. It's like watching somebody play a video game. Some of it and doesn't hate, look very good. I hate watching people play video games. Well, okay. I mean, <laughs> there's an entire the cottage industry on YouTube right. that is only I that. I get it, and but that doesn't ha- that doesn't make it right. And I'm like the opposite of Lana Del Rey. I don't want to watch anybody <laughs> fucking play a video games. Go to hell. Um, it, it's cheesy. It's also just cheesy as hell. It's not as cheesy as many other entries in the genre, though. That There's doesn't the, the element make it okay. Of, it does, because the element of Michael B. Jordan's character, Killmonger, who is one of the more, um, let's say, provocative villains in superhero cinema history, um, brings a certain level of grit and real-world intelligence to it that these movies usually lack. Uh, I mean, that no. character alone, I think, bumps the movie up to an entirely different level. But there's also just, I don't know, it's just sick as hell. No. You know what? When I watched the trailer, and I, I'm going to get crushed for this, yeah. but when I watched the trailer to, what is the new one? Black Panther colon Wakanda Forever, which When rules. I saw the trailer for that, and we were about 17 hours into the trailer, I turned to my fiance and I said, I'm bored. You turned to your fiance and said, this looks super sick. No, I didn't. That's what you said to He's your wife. He's got wings on his ankles, y'all. It's so boring. This is all so boring. And this thing is two hours and 15 minutes. And be honest, how long should it be, Corey? Well, the new one's two hours and 40 minutes. Okay, so how, adjust not, your we're not arguing expectations. It there. So how long should Black Panther be? It's, 2.15 sounds good. No. There's a lot of stuff in this movie. Are you kidding? There's a lot of... 2.15 sounds good. There's a lot of stuff in this movie. That's the kind of argument that you can bring to the table because everybody's just like, yeah, Black Panther, because it is, because you should like it, because it's a Marvel movie, because it's a Marvel movie, right? All yeah, right about that. Yes. I mean, I don't know. It's just dumb. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I get bored with this shit. I don't think it's entertaining at all, and I don't. I think that part of my issue with Black Panther is because of the good work it's doing in 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 the in the world of diversity. And I'm not arguing that at all. That it gets risen to an untouchable spot, and so that's part of what pisses me off about it because it shouldn't be untouchable. It's a film that we should say, okay, yes, it does these things, and that's wonderful. But it's still not a good movie. It's not untouchable. People acknowledge that it has issues, but. But I mean, again, the script, I think you're paying a a disservice to, let's say. You're not giving it enough credit for packaging some truly interesting ideas. But a film isn't a script. A uh, a film is more than a script. And we know this. Otherwise, we would just read scripts. And the visuals are super badass. No, you just got done done confessing and agreeing with me that it looks stupid. Some of it doesn't look good. I didn't agree with that. Some of the CGI specifically doesn't look good. And the makeup looks dumb, too. Sam? No, it doesn't. The makeup looks dumb. What are you talking about? The suit? I don't suit? like it. It's The ugly. Black Panther it's suit? Ugly. No, I'm not talking about the suit. I'm talking about the makeup. Makeup is something you wear on your face. Oh, my God. What? Well, okay. 
What? The makeup? I don't like Who's it. Who's wearing it's ugly. makeup? It's ugly. It's ugly. I don't know what you're talking about with makeup. <laughs> it's because of the trypophobia you have. It's, it is completely... Oh, you're talking yes. about Killmonger's <laughs> like, stuff on his skin. Oh. There's no reason to do that. <laughs> That's for every <laughs> person like he's killed. That's why Vomit. he's called Killmonger. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so I definitely said, ooh, when y'all finally <laughs> said that. Y'all are fighting Black Panther uh, back in the studio. Y'all I couldn't do. hear it. Um, I mean, at the very least, I think if, like, aliens showed up and for whatever reason were like, show us a superhero movie, I would pick either Black Panther or the 2002 Spider-Man, I think, um, and just kind of ignore the rest. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's the rare superhero movie that's actually full of culture, even if it's a fictional country i don't know um i mean to rachel's point superhero movies in general just like by themselves are just so silly um and kind of ridiculous and i mean the black panther sequel has that guy with wings on his feet yeah it's cool it's cool is and it good though? yeah it is it's cool, is it though? It's cool is it and though? good <laughs> uh, i mean with all that said though oh yeah michael b jordan's acting in the first black panther is just awful it's just stilted you. are you kidding <laughs> me are you joking right all, now? Oh, I cringed. Everyone all, else is awful. I, mean, it was I awesome would like to apologize to the listener <laughs> on behalf the of time. this no, bullshit that you're having to hear right now. You guys are out to lunch. <laughs> It's awful, Corey. It really is. It's also it's also over no, the top. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm saying done. it's great, I'm but one done. of the bad things about I'm it is Michael B. Jordan's acting. No, delivery. no, that's okay, wrong but, too. But uh, Corey, calm down because uh-uh. Corey wins by like a lot of points. I'm not happy about this. I just got to say, all of our white asses lose today. Yours <laughs> in particular. Fair. It's fucking Fair. four white people in that lost to do right now Fair. arguing about Black Panther. Hey, in Brad's defense, he hasn't said shit. That's true. Brad gets a lot of points. It's fair. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that point at all, but Corey's about to, his head's about to explode right now. I am, I am turned away from Rachel. I am, I'm, I'm actually, I shouldn't even be looking at Sam. I'm going to turn away from the booth too. I'm going to face this direction for the listener. I'm looking in the only direction that I can't see these traitors that I'm doing this podcast with. So whatever I look, I, I don't care. I do not care. <laughs> Clearly, I don't give a shit. I'm not mad. I'm he- don't I'm put he- in the newspaper no, that I got mad. I'm here to speak the truth. And and at any cost, I don't give a shit. Sidewalk home video. Oh, I love that intro. That's right. You know, it's that video store. In this case, it's the Stars Hollow video <laughs> store. And Corey, I have moved away from just the films on the shelf, even though I will probably come back to this. Okay. And I am now looking at a poster that's on the wall. Oh, cool. And it is actually, I think, in the storefront of, of Stars Hollow video. And that is a poster for 2001's Valentine. Oh, less cool. <laughs> the slasher with David yes. Boreanaz? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is that the dude who played Angel? Yep. And there's even a line in the film where somebody refers to him as an angel. Boo. To, in order to nod to the Buffy series. This thing is directed by Jamie Blanks, who got to be a director because he has a cool last name. Jamie Blanks. Yeah. Okay. He, okay. Known for a film that Lisa from Phone a Friend has talked about on the podcast, Crawl Space. Okay. All and he right. also directed Urban Legend. And this, this thing stars... 
it's it's also the the baby mask killer, yeah. like the Cupid mask, which I think is you know one step away from Happy Death Day. It's like probably inspired Happy Death Day. Yeah, probably. It's somewhat. pretty cool looking, I think. But anyway, for that kind of a film, stars Denise Richards and Katherine Heigl. Oh my God, that's right. And Katherine Heigl and Denise Richards are probably the least screen time in this thing, but they are some of the top credit. Uh huh. Uh, so good for them. And, and don't then, don't work as much and right. still get paid. So I don't know if this was when Denise Richards was still fussing around with Charlie Sheen or not, but yikers. Well, yeah, so this was post her James Bond movie. Oh God! Yeah, so she was she was the Bond girl in 1997. That's I think. incredible to imagine that. Yeah, and then or maybe 99. Maybe it was right before this. I don't remember exactly which one of those Pierce Brosnan movies it was. I think it was maybe the 99. The world is not enough. So she goes from a a prime supporting role albeit you know clumsily handled in the world is not enough where she plays a nuclear scientist by the way um called i think i think her first name is christmas if i remember correctly. oh my god uh she, she goes from that to all respect to jamie blank's the follow-up to urban legend i don't think we have to give him any respect okay i really really don't yeah, she's something else. I mean, that's just a weird career this trajectory. Is the, this is the Sheen effect is what that is, I think. It's the Sheen effect. So listen, this. let me just tell you a couple things about this thing. Okay. First of all, the tagline is, remember that kid everyone ignored on Valentine's Day? He remembers you. Yes, uh, he hello, does. Hello, spoiler alert in our log line. Oh, it, does that give away? I don't the, know. I mean, it sounds like <laughs> it, sounds it does, like it does give away the killer. And then the synopsis is five women are stalked by an unknown, unknown assailant. I cannot speak today. An unknown assailant while prepping for Valentine's Day. It's the boy they it's did. They ignored in all you need. elementary school. And then I'll tell you a, a, another little fun fact. And then I'm going to describe a scene that I watched so that we can make a decision about thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay. And one, this first thing I'm going to tell you is that Katherine Heigl and Denise Richards actually share a screen, kind of, in another film. Do you know what that might be? Katherine Heigl and Denise Richards. The key word being kind of. I mean, is is there like a picture of Denise Richards on the wall in Knocked Up or something? You, you got it. Oh, my God. It's not a picture <laughs> on the wall. Katherine Heigl apparently helps Seth Rogen's character. Uh-huh. Find her nude scene in Oh God, in that's Wild right. Things. Oh, that's right. So they do share that's some screen crazy. time through that film. So there's that fact, okay? And then I'm gonna describe now to you the scene I watched. I randomly went, found something, I said, let me not do the trailer, let me do a clip from the from the film. And it is Denise Richards eating a bowl of cereal, which I feel like is an acting prompt. Uh-huh. You know, I feel like she's really going for it, Jennifer Aniston Just, style. You know, d- get into the, the business yeah. of, of eating cereal. She's like, cereal. this is what an actor does. They find a moment. They get in there. They eat the cereal. I'm also going to show <laughs> I'm not scared to eat. You know, all these kind of things. This is hard-hitting acting. And the young, other young woman who I don't know who she is is sitting on the couch going through a very dated thing. And that is video dating tapes. Wow. That had a specific shelf life of like, what, six years there? And they're kind of heckling some of the guys that are on the dating tapes, or at least one guy that's on the dating tape. And they're also in a very dated apartment. Uh It feels very 2000. And this was released in 01, I believe. So that makes sense. And then there's a, they kind of put that aside and there's some conversation and then there's a knock on the door, doorbell rings and um, the young woman who's not Denise Richards goes to the door. There's nobody there, but on the ground is a heart shape, one of those really lovely like CVS level heart, drugstore heart shape box. Oh, I bet there's something scary candies. in it. Not, not chocolate. Yeah. 
there is well there is chocolate in it. Oh, that's so they nice. open it up. It's not like the one in My Bloody Valentine where there's a heart in it, uh-huh. but it's it's actually chocolate in it. And there's a card that comes with it that says something you know some poem that's not wasn't really worth mentioning or writing down. And Denise Richards and the other young woman argue about who's valentine that must be for of the course. whole while denise richards is continuing to eat cereal i'm going to give her this the entire scene she's really downing the cereal which looks like fruit loops well the young woman finally goes fine it's mine i'll take it i'll eat this candy opens up the box puts a piece of chocolate in her mouth very excited to have it and then uh, 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 guess what maggots in the chocolate gross oh there was something scary oh maggots in the chocolate no. so that brings me to this point. Okay. Should you rent it or should you not? Hell yes, you should rent I mean, it. it. Did you not like hear it. everything I just said? This sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never seen this, so I feel like I should. Yeah. Um, this was always a slasher VHS box that stared at me at rental stores, and I, I would always say, eh, maybe not today. Though. I feel like this is going to be a good year. 2023 is going to be a good year to dust this one off for Valentine's Day. Hey, why not? I mean – <laughs> it's certainly a time capsule now. It's it an early like. rack, y'all. It's an early Feb rack. And well, that's what we got for you. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to the Side Talks podcast. We're your own personal cinematic Ticketmaster and Swifty. Yeah, everybody was super uh, pissed off about was. that. Was. Is still? Yes. Oh, you were thwarted, weren't you? Girl, the the Capital One presale just happened and it has not been pretty. Mm. It has not been pretty. How many tickets do you have? I didn't get any. <sighs> I got zero. And I'm gonna tell you, I had them I, I am one of the lucky ones. I had them in a cart and went to check out and looked at the price tag and thought, I'm not fucking doing this. Wow. I'm gonna wait and see what happens. And I'm not I mean it, it's an insane like, I don't need the shit that comes with it either. I don't need the signed photographs and the tote bag and the pen, and the, I don't need all that. So I jumped ship, and I, and again, some people out there probably pissed at me because I had the, at least had the opportunity, but I jumped ship. I'm going to wait and see how these things go. Yeah. But uh, I, I can firsthand tell you that Ticketmaster was acting like a little bitch. <laughs> Crash and left. Crash. You would think, this is my thing, when you've got the nerve to add on those level of ticket fees. Because, by the way, that was the sticker shock. The price of the tickets was already like, eek, I'm going to do this. Oh, yikes. This is Taylor Swift, though. Once in a lifetime. Whatever. You know me. That's my girl. So I'm going to give her her money. But then when I got to check out in the cart and saw those Ticketmaster fees, I was like, y'all just... That went from, like, just my mortgage to now my mortgage and my HOA. It's obscene. And nasty. If you're going to charge those kind of freaking fees and prices, then your system better fucking work. Like, that shit should be flawless. We shouldn't be having crashes. We shouldn't be having postponed pre-sales. We shouldn't be having error messages like I got today that say we can't, you know, you're, you have to use a different device or whatever the hell's going on. Oof. Your shit for that much money had better fucking work, and it didn't. And it doesn't. And it is. It's this live nation. I agree with AOC. Break it up. This Live Nation Ticketmaster mashup is a mess, and it's a monopoly, and it's bullshit. And that's why we're all paying more for tickets to everything, not just Mama Tay. Agreed. This is bullshit. Damn, I agree. Take that, Ticketmaster. So you're Ticketmaster, and I'm a Swifty. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't love that, but that's fine. <laughs> anyway, side, uh, podcast at SidewalkFest.com if you, too, got jilted by Ticketmaster, whether this was for the other – 
hoopla is about Bruce Springsteen and dynamic fee structure is also just a beast. You oh, know about sure. this? Yeah. What a mess. Email us if you've gotten burned and we'll talk to you. Uh, yeah, you need to commiserate with other thwarted Swifties. Well, or Springsteen heads. What's the Springsteen fan called? I don't know. The boss, the boss babies. Boss babies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whether you like it or not. Anyway, uh, thanks to Boutwell Studios. And uh, check us out online on social media at Sidewalk Film or our website, SidewalkFest.com. That's where you can find out what we're doing at the cinema. And we are programming some really cool stuff. Some things that have been confirmed and some things that we're still working on booking for the month of December. In any event, you're going to want to come by and see a movie with us. Bye. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.